today is Charmaine Mugabe running in Monaghan Ward. Welcome, Charmaine. Welcome, Bill. Thank you for having me here. It's a pleasure. Oh, great. Now, Charmaine, the first question is, why are you running? It's summertime. It's lovely weather. And here you are going to door to door. Why are you doing this? Well, I'm doing this because um, Peterborough, we need to have diverse voices on council. We need to have more women representation. We need to have um, people of visible minorities to be on council. And we need to break the status quo. We need fresh ideals, new initiatives, and we need to really get the city moving by having a, a council that's more in keeping with what the, how the city is growing and developing. Great. Now, what are you, you're knocking on doors now. Yes, I am. Okay. So what are you hearing? What are people saying? Like when you say, I have any questions, what, what do they say? A big one is affordability as far as housing is concerned. Um, that's a big issue. We have a growing population and we have a vacancy rate of 1%. And what I like to say to them is with the federal government this year, just um, implementing or announcing the uh, Canadian National Housing Strategy of a $40 billion plan stretched over 10 years, where they're going to be giving Ontario four points to Ontario. We uh, here in Peterborough, uh, we need to request some of that funding to build more affordable homes because grown population and a vacancy rate of 1%, we need, we need more of that. Yeah, so that's that's basically affordability and taxes. Uh, Charmaine, could you tell us, uh, now I know you a bit, but could you tell us a bit more about your background and what you've done in the past that uh, might serve you well as a future councillor? Well, I've been involved with community race relations. I'm the chairperson for the last few years. So as a community race relations, we've been doing a lot of advocacy work here uh, regarding any racial issues that people might have or might face in Peterborough. And also we've I've been involved with organizing peace rallies, especially just the last one, the Solidarity Weekend in collaboration with a few organizations here in Peterborough. So those are the things I have been um, doing, just working in community and advocating for racism here in Peterborough. Great. Now, you mentioned that you're hearing a lot at the doors about housing. What is the fix here? What, What does the city have to do and what has to happen in order to prove availability, not only on the affordable housing side, but across the spectrum. Uh, I'm told that seniors who are living in, let's say, 3,000 foot square homes, you know, decent homes, can't find small places to downsize to? Oh, that's a really good question, Bill. They need to uh, make it more, uh, like I said, uh, with a Canadian housing strategy, build um, more places where people could um, choices as, as far as affordability. So one of the things I'd like to see done in Peterborough, I like to see they call a nonprofit housing. This is uh, something that's been done in other places. And basically, they're called mixed homes, uh, where you get people uh, who are percentages seniors, disability people with disabilities, geared to income market rate, and they share. They live in a, basically homes, townhouses, or cluster homes, and it's a, it's a great model that I feel that could do well here in Peterborough once we get some funding from the coming from, of course, the Canadian National Housing. So I think we need to look at different models, less density to 
So people who want to downsize, like seniors, that um, there's more homes for everybody. Okay, that makes sense. Now, in terms of the major issues of the day, if you're successful and you get on council, I mean, my, I would bet that you'll have to deal with issues like PDI, the parkway, the intensification guidelines. Where do you stand on these? Well, and you take whichever one you want or not. <laughs> okay, so uh, regarding PDI, I'm hoping that it's not a done deal. I would, I've totally, one of the things that I'd like to see done on council is more accountability. That's really big um, because I feel that right now council is doing what they want and not really listening to what the people want. And that was so true with PDI. And so I hope it's not a done deal. I hope that we could kind we would be able to have it sold per se even though technically it is but anyhow yeah so that is something that i would really want is accountability on on council and listening to what people are the people in the community are saying and another thing with the parkway is i would really really be looking at alternative alternative transportation system than the parkway i feel that the parkway having a road through the middle of jackson park would be detrimental to our city uh we need to keep the park as it is nice and beautiful and quiet <laughs> and not have a uh, roadway up above so i would be looking at alternative i know we are a growing city and we need to look at other ways to get from one end to the other than putting in a park. Okay, now you mentioned in, in your answer about PDI, the, the city not listening. And of course, that triggers the whole topic of civic engagement. The frustrating thing, I think, for all of us is that people will, activists and just general members of the, the population will show up at, at council meetings, make presentations, and sometimes it's it's not 50% one side, 50% the other. Sometimes it's overwhelmingly, uh, all as it was with PDI, yes. as it was more or less with the Parkway, yes. and yet people are dismissed by council as being, well, they're the vocal ones. The silent majority feels otherwise. What's the solution to that? The solution is having a more diverse voice on council. The solution <laughs> is having more women, people of different ethnic backgrounds like myself. We need to have diverse voices that we will be listening and held accountable to are the people here in Peterborough. That is so important. And one of the things I like to do as well is have round table discussions with groups uh, groups within the city and see at least minimum once a year, like for example, Canadian Mental Health, um, see what their needs are, PARN, um, the Indigenous groups, I really would like to collaborate with them and see how could we better serve our Indigenous community. So we need to, as council, listen to their voices and not just a certain sector of our society because we're made up of a lot of different. So we need to people like myself on, on council. Right. It's so important. Now, in terms of advisory committees. I happen to sit on one of these advisory committees. You know, you, you apply and they select you. There are volunteer positions, of course, arts, heritage, and culture. I've heard conversation that one idea might be to f to have many more advisory councils of citizens, for example, yes. one for finance, one for urban planning, you know, so that there'd be more participation. What do you think of that? I think it's, that's a really great idea. And I feel that what we could do is uh, to make it more community based is uh, get regular folks 
on these committees that, you know, have a vision for Peterborough. So that is not just uh, top heavy with a certain type of person, but we um, do a call out in the community, say these are what's available and get different voices. We really need different voices on these committees so that we paint a, a broader picture. Now, I understand the city is redesigning its website, so it'll be a bit more user friendly, and that's great. But often I hear that we're both parents. I mean, you're a parent of five, right? Yes. <laughs> and that, that deserves a citation. Well, uh, you know, we don't have time in our lives to read reports, to read particularly a 200-page report and get up to speed. That's why we, we sort of depend on counselors to do it. But what could the city do to get, well, we've been talking about parents, people with limited time, be more involved in these decisions? Uh, we can uh, we could have definitely use of uh, the communication tools, i.e., uh, social media, right. um, and break it down and and so that um, instead of reading a two hundred page report, break it down to something that they're passionate about. Every parent is passionate about something, and yes, they don't may not have the time juggling work, but they're 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 interested in knowing what's happening in their community. And if we could break it down to make it easier for them to participate, we should do that as well. Great. Now, another issue, really, it's a conglomeration of issues. And these two I'm going to lump together, and you, you handle it however you want, is poverty in Peterborough, we both know, is a huge issue. And also the lack of jobs, both for newcomers, uh, for example, the Syrian refugees who came in the last few years, but also our youth who have been born and raised here who have to leave to start their careers. What are the solutions to both those problems? Or what are some of the things the city could do? Well, regarding the job uh, job creation, what I like to see done on uh, city council is I want to... I like to implement or continue or maintain the green initiative business plan. So that that is basically encouraging businesses that are environmentally friendly and saying that come to Peterborough, we're a bellwether town and working with Peterborough Economic Development and Green Up and making this a place that green businesses could come to. And in return, the city would give a tax incentive. And I'm hoping that would generate jobs working also with Trent University and Fleming College with some of their innovative ideals that they have. And, um, you know, really, really promoting that. And hopefully that will help jobs in the city. The homelessness is a really key one important yeah so uh, regarding homelessness we we do have a problem in Peterborough especially since the Brock mission is no longer there I've been told that uh, the funds have um, they hadn't gone ahead with the starting even so we need to as council that would be one of the first thing I'd like to get started is getting the funds needed to build the Brock mission that is key number one and also just Definitely programs that could help with people panhandling in, in Peterborough. Uh, I feel that if we could get people working and helping, I know that right now in the city of Peterborough, they're working with the one-room diner, and they have um, some of the people helping to, to do the cleanup. I feel that that could be a much more broader program to help with the homelessness and just addressing their issue. One of the big, big things that I would love to see happen in Peterborough is I would love to see them. And, you know, they're doing a great job at One Room Diner. I would love to see them have their uh, facility that is multifaceted, uh, like a workplace where people could go 
and it's large enough. It would have facilities to do laundry, to do um, showering and everything. And just um, it would be a learning center also teaching them how to do cooking skills, life skills, everything. Just one center. We do not have it. We do not have a community center in Peterborough and we need a community center. We really need one. All the major cities like Toronto, like Aging Court, Region, uh, Aging Court Recreation Center, like you can name how many community centers they have in big cities. We don't have one. We need that. And so that would be one of the things I love to Yes, you're right, of course, and I hadn't thought of it, but uh, if you are homeless, you can get breakfast at one church, lunch at the warming room, yes. or lunch at the one roof, yeah. then uh, yeah. if you need a place to sleep, yeah. then you go over the warming room. Yeah. So you, but yeah, they're scattered, and so it'd be great to have them all under one roof, mm-hmm. and so people can get access to uh, addiction help, employment help, all yes. that. Yeah, yeah, that exactly. makes sense. Okay, now, uh, of course, Peterborough also has, is it the largest per capita population or the highest per capita population of seniors in the country or sick? What can we do to make the, uh, just make the city more senior friendly since that's going to be our future, like Mm -hmm. it or not, they're here and there's going to be more of us. (laughs) Exactly. So exactly. 20% of of the populations are seniors. So we do have one of the highest second, I believe, behind Elliott Lake. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That is a senior population. So, if I could, though, Elliot Lake has sort of done something smart. They've turned it into a uh, an industry, oh, right? Cool. They, in other, they have all this housing, mm-hmm. and now, granted, this only works for the population of reasonably wealthy seniors, but they move up there because it's very affordable, and they have all these amenities for them, and so it's actually becoming an economic driver for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, could Peterborough do that? Oh, definitely. Peterborough could do that because we do have seniors here who do uh, do have the money. Uh, some do and some of them don't. So we could really cater more to their needs in that way. By Another thing that I like to see, um, we do have the Peterborough uh, Senior Account that has put together in collaboration with a number of uh, different people, individuals and organizations here in Peterborough is called Age Friendly Peterborough. And it's been here for, uh, it's been around for a while, but their last report in 2017, they had some recommendations in there that I would like to see implemented. For example, the one is called, uh, that they've looked at other places is called Hamilton Helping Hands, where people in Hamilton, they have uh, people who are on uh, Ontario Works, assisting seniors in their home, helping them in maintenance of their house, and in return, they get a small fee. So there's other things that we could do, like in, for example, in London, they have audited uh, all their parks are audited to see if it's senior friendly. So they checked for like signage, amenities, uh, washrooms, and make sure that all these parks are senior friendly usable. So things like that, housing, London has a housing checklist that we could easily implement here. So we need we need things like that that is like... Great. Now, another issue that certainly comes up each election time is that Peterborough, of course, is there are many Peterboroughs. There's the downtown Peterborough and there's the suburban Peterborough. And of course, you're running in Monaghan Ward. Uh, and of course, I see you downtown. We, you're active down here. What can be done to bridge that gap between, oh, downtown is a bad place, I never go down there, and oh, the suburbs are so dull and monolithic, I never want to go travel through the suburbs, they're so dull. How can we make this one community? Uh, Well, as council, we could really uh, bridge that gap by working with the DBIA, you know, bringing 
bringing a bit of downtown to the uptown people and vice versa. We really need to see what could be done. You know, maybe the image of DBI uh, downtown is something that people in the suburb are not appreciative of. So we need to work with, mm -hmm. uh, you know, saying that it's not is not as crazy as people think. And I believe that part of it is the, the panhandlers. So that's, we need to work within um, the downtown core to say, this is a, this is for everybody and do a bit of PR. We need to really market um, because I do spend time downtown, even though I live in the suburbs and I love, there's lots to see and do. In fact, working I work at Fleming, we're gonna have uh, a tour of, uh, our, of our, some of our agents from overseas coming and we're going to be showing them uh, the downtown core and uh, the beauty the kayak on the uh, little lake you know we have Del Curry Park it's just gorgeous we have a lot of different restaurants at um, the nightlife so there is a lot to offer that I, I believe that we need to just great now one of the um, how shall I say one of the pieces of the jigsaw puzzle of getting over the divide between suburbs and downtown versus public transit. Yes. What are, what could be done to improve public transit in Peterborough? I mean, you wrote at Fleming and the Fleming yes. students are totally dependent on it. Yes. Yes. That's a really good point. I, um, I believe there was a, a report done and had a hundred recommendations to that could make the uh, public transit system more efficient. And the city put into place 12 of them. And since then, those 12, that was like four years ago. They haven't followed through with the 12. They just 12. So one of the things that they recommended, which I feel the one thing I'm only going to talk about is the 20 minutes to get from one part of the town to another. And it was implemented, but it wasn't successful because it wasn't fully implemented. You need to fully implement a 20, 20 minute bus ride from one end of the town to the next end. It can be done. It was technically kind of implemented, but it wasn't completely implemented. We need to follow through on those recommendations. And that was one that I feel that people know they could get from one part of town in 20 minutes. I feel that more people would take the public. Right. Yeah. I, I'm one of the uh, candidates, I forget which, told, told me it, it, uh, his son traveling from Northcrest to Fleming yes. took an hour and a half. Yes. And this kid, this kid, this young person uh, was actually better off getting a bike <laughs> and just pedaling there and which she did <laughs> because the buses are so or not the buses themselves when you get on a bus they're quite fast and yeah. efficient but the schedule is such that it's 40 minutes into town another 40 minutes out okay well th those are great ideas now also what's uh, happening in urban planning these days seems to be the uh, province is mandating certain things around how cities like Peterborough grow and there's urban intensification targets in that we should start growing up in addition to instead of only growing out over uh, precious farmland. What do you think of these urban intensification targets and you know, how can we make them work in Peterborough? So that's a good question. They found that um, having high-rise building is less personable, less personable uh, for people. They're less connected to each other. Uh, so personally, I wouldn't want to see. I could understand the concept of density uh, living, but I feel that having uh, too much of high rises would would take away from having personal contact with your neighbors. So yes, um, having more apartments but still having uh, people. So for example, so some places like Europe, 
Um, they do have high rises or not high, high, but relatively high, maybe four stories. And what they yeah. do is um, within that high rise building, they have a community center where people, if they choose to, they could have a communal meal together. Mm-hmm. Everybody, every unit has their own facilities to cook. If that day they feel like uh, meeting downstairs and having a meal with other neighbors and it builds community. So I feel something like that, you know, with a more dense living you still want to have that connection with community and I feel that we could offer that a high rise if we have something like a communal kitchen could come together great now another question that no doubt will probably come up as as you go door to door of course is the, is the issue of taxes when people start to complain about taxes what do you say okay that's a really good question so the uh, I believe the budget of Peterborough is um, council budget is approximately 350 million for the year. And out of that, about 50% comes from property taxes, which is pretty. So we, right now, the property taxes for people is, can be shared. The tax burden is right now on homeowners. So we need to share that tax. And the one way we could do this is by creating more business, um, by having the Green Businesses Initiative, and also cutting the red tape for new businesses coming into Peterborough so that they don't have to jump through a lot of loops to start their business. So we need to maintain the businesses that we have. We can't afford to lose anymore. And we need to create more businesses that hopefully by sharing the tax burden could help to reduce the, the taxes on pro- property owner by having more businesses. In- okay. Now, given that you're in Monaghan Ward, of course, it's a suburb. And so car travel is a central part of life. Uh, what about the road system as it affects Monaghan and, and well, and even things like the parkway? Uh, what do you think should happen, both with the parkway and our roads in general? Um, it's, it's interesting you say that because, yes, the people that I come door to door, they do talk about the, the shape of our roads um, being in disappear, disrepair and need fixing. So that is, uh, like I said, with the parkway, if we could have a, a different method of um, getting people from A to B. Um, and another thing I know, we because we're a suburb, but one thing I'd like to see definitely more of is bicycles, people uh, using that as a mode of transportation. So that would have to work in conjunction with repairing the roads and putting in bicycle lanes so that people could get from part of the town the other lane is one. Um, fixing the road so that uh, they're... Um, but that also comes from targeting um, roads that really are heavy used to fix those ones before we manger on to the... Right, so uh, as far as the parkway goes, where do you stand on that? Oh, I, I totally feel that we should not be having... Like, we should... The parkway is... a something that shouldn't be built um, for sure you know because it takes away that from the natural beauty of jackson park so we need to instead of having the parkway we need to look out to how we're going to okay charmaine um just as we wind down here what would you like to leave uh, listeners with in terms of your vision for peterborough and uh, we've been talking about some immediate issues here like pdi and the parkway but in the long term particularly with the official plan review What's your vision for Peterborough in, in 10, 15, 20, 30 years? My vision for Peterborough is to build a sustainable economy 
where we're, which will be definitely investing in our environment. Um, by doing that, we are investing in our children. We're investing in the future. So we need to come together as a community, uh, connect, work together, see what the needs are by reaching out to regular folks in the community, having a discussion and not bullies on council and saying it's my way or the highway. Bringing everybody, um, indigenous voices, LBGTQ voices, uh, male, female, new immigrants, old Canadian stock, uh, stock Canadians, everybody's voices being heard, seniors, young, and come together and plan together. as. Great. Well, thanks very much. Well, Charmaine McGabby, thank you so much for making the time to do this. And uh, best of luck in your campaign. Thank you very much.